0: Nah, I'm Sam okay. and this is discontent a podcast about nothing and for no one and it's it's spooky week
1: Woo! it's spooky month
2: spooky it's month. week
1: two of spooky month yep. it's it's week two of me me month yeah, yeah. It, me time <laughs>
0: Hooray! hooray <laughs> So we are, yeah, we're just building up to Sam's birthday episode, which is just going to be Day of the Dead. Sorry.
1: Sorry to you. (laughs) It is fine. We're watching some of my favorite pieces of media throughout this month, so I can't complain. You said you had a story that you wanted to tell about what happened to you this week. (sighs) Okay, so yesterday... Sean and I were just kind of, like, in a funk, and we didn't really know what to do. So, like, we went out and bought Pokemon cards, because that's what you do. I did. So, we went to a Target that we don't normally go to, and I pulled into the parking spot, and I saw, like, a a crinkly dollar-looking thing. So, I went to pick it up, and I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a five. Like, a a pack of Pokemon cards for free. Huzzah, me! It was a 20. Um, Nice. And earlier in this week, when Sean was walking the dogs, he deadass found $50 on the ground. So, we were just, like, raking up all these people's... Um, you know, L- lost money, wanting cash and using it pretty much exclusively on Pokémon cards. But if it's if it's free, it's not a problem. You can't say I have a problem if I'm using other people's money that they dropped on the ground. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like more of a problem to be honest. <laughs> but after we, we went to Target, um, we decided to go to the park with the dogs just to kind of like get, you know, do something active and try and, you know, kind of jog our spirits up with some literal jogging. Um, not jogging, but you know what I mean. And so the the park that we go to has a couple like um, little barriers that are kind of they're like, you know, maybe a foot tall. So they're like a little tiny things that you can kind of leap over and there there's one that's like a rope that's like maybe six inches off the ground and so like sean pretty easily every time we go there jumps over it with talia because you know he's tall and talia's energetic usually bane and i walk around but yesterday i was like feeling i was like we can do it we you know me and bane (laughs) we're gonna do it it. (laughs) we're gonna do it uh So I take a, we start running. Bane's running alongside me. I leap over the barrier. He goes under the barrier. uh, And as you can imagine, that just fully clotheslines my body onto the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So Bane fully and completely betrayed me. And I was just like on the dirt. (laughs) Oh. Thinking to myself, this is why I never do this. Um, So I'm never going to do it again. (laughs) I will never leap. I am done. My leaping days are over. I am not Cricket the Leaper, or whatever the hell. (laughs) Thank you for referencing Cricket the Leaper for me.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so my leaping days have come to a sharp end. I feel the same way whenever I go to do anything that requires, like, physical prowess. I'm like, is this a good idea? Like, I'm not that old, but is it a good idea, given my (laughs) history?
2: (laughs) If I fall, how detrimental will it be to my well-being?
0: And also, like, what's the likelihood of me falling? Like, if the likelihood of me falling is quite high... It's like, I don't know, guys. I don't know about this. I know I probably could bounce back pretty easily, but I don't want to. (laughs) I mean, we also went to the skate park on Friday and I
1: did fall straight on my whole front body then as well. So (laughs) I am in in multiple points of pain on my body. Last night I woke up and I was like, oh, I must have done something weird to my shoulder in my sleep and sean was like isn't that the arm you fell on when we went to the skate park and i was like oh yeah
2: it is (laughs) we're getting to an age where a fall could is not just a minor whoopsie anymore
1: Mm. it's like a major whoopsie now well i i'm testing that theory as well as i can i guess
0: Well, the only non prepping for this episode thing that I did this week was watch the last season of Schitt's Creek, which is very good. And I cried at the end. And then the, uh, they have a, um, documentary on Netflix as well at the end for, for like the taping of the season and the effects of the show. And that was very good too. Uh, best wishes, warmest regards. <laughs> so, uh, so I would recommend that to anybody that, you know, has seen the previous hopefully you already knew that it's out because they won a million Emmys and whatever but (laughs) right it it was a good ending to the it was a good ending to the series I have one major complaint but I understand the reasoning behind it and I'll talk to you guys about that separately once you all seen it but
1: yeah I haven't watched it yet because I'm trash
0: yeah I'm only like four episodes in It, it did make um the shifting over into Nightmare Before Christmas the uh yeah, the, Catherine O'Hara, the, the the Catherine O'Hara Whiplash was a lot.
2: Yeah, I did the same thing where I was watching an episode of Schitt's Creek and then I
0: switched over to Nightmare for Christmas. Was like, oh, hey, yeah. is strange, <laughs> yeah. twenty twenty years younger. Well, so yeah, so I'll, our our week this week is Halloween movies, as we mentioned probably last week. But uh, did anybody else have anything we wanted to talk about before we hop into? Our Halloween movies, I guess, starting with Nightmare, because we're already there.
1: Delia, any interesting uh, TV shows or falls to share? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I did neither of those things. I didn't fall or watch anything else. Oh, perfect. Uh, Then, yes, let's use this very good segue opportunity and talk about Nightmare
0: Before Christmas. I realized that I don't know that I've ever watched this whole movie before. That's crazy. Because not very much of it was familiar at all, like really at all. So either it's been forever and I just don't remember it or I've never seen this movie before. Seems impossible, but OK. I just
1: I, I don't know. I mean, it, it literally came out Halloween, well, around Halloween, 1993. So it's been out as long as I've been alive, literally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the other thing is like, I, I guess I'm not that into Halloween movies. I there guess that many. There aren't that many, but also like like horror movies. That's true, and maybe that's the issue. But I just like bad. I was racking my brain for like awful take, terrible Halloween movies (laughs) that I like loved as a kid, and I was like, there aren't really any. Like, I mean, I guess Disney Channel ones. Just I don't. That was the closest thing I could like think of. So, uh, like, there was none that I I didn't have the same appointment. Like, I need to watch this movie every year that I do about, like, Christmas movies, I don't have that about Halloween. I don't have that about any holiday, honestly. I don't have that about Halloween. I don't have that about, about Christmas. I've only
1: developed it as an adult. I didn't have it as a child. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's like for Halloween not to be the most important day of your life. So <laughs> frankly, frankly, can't
0: relate. Yeah, I mean, backstory that I don't know that we've actually mentioned, Halloween is Sam's birthday. So. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite day. Yeah. Every,
1: every year, it's like a treat. Right. So, um, I was talking to Sean's parents last night because we, we were supposed to go to the park with them, but his, there was a whole thing. So we just Skyped with them. And uh, his dad mentioned something About not liking Halloween that much. And I was like, absolutely, 100% can't relate. And he was like, it's just like stupid. You have to go get candy from strangers, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you get candy from strangers. And if you tell them it's your birthday, they give you more. (laughs) Why doesn't everyone do that? (laughs) No one else has that experience, but okay. I remember when I was a kid, there was one lady in our neighborhood who, when I told her it was my birthday, she would always give me Frisch's coupons as extra to the candy. <laughs>
0: Is the implication there that she bought those specifically for, like, extra? Well,
1: they're the Halloween-themed ones. Like, I don't know how much you guys are into the frishes, but they have, like, the... Uh, that is true.
0: I do think our... I, I never got them, but I think yeah. I knew that they existed, that you could buy, like, coupons.
1: Special Halloween, like, coupons. Like, I think they do it for every holiday. Um, So I guess she just, yeah. like, bought a pack of them, and, and for special children she liked more than others, she would give them a, a free
0: big boy... <laughs> <laughs> For me, Halloween, I guess, has been more based in music. Like I have more like like when I you know, when I decorate for Christmas, I watch specific movies when I decorate for Halloween. I listen to specific songs and I guess I just connect that more. And including Nightmare Before Christmas, like I'd heard the stuff that I recognized from Nightmare Before Christmas was the music because I've heard it a million times and sung it a few times because... That's the other thing this entire week watching all of these movies gave me big pumpkin concert PTSD from high school (laughs) when I, you know, had to learn all of these Halloween songs and go sing them at different elementary schools on Halloween dressed in our costumes. And that that's just my, my touchstone for like nightmare before Christmas and, um, into the land of enchantment or whatever the Sarah Jessica Parker song from Hocus Pocus is. And, um, What else did we do? Oh, we did a song from Rocky Horror, and we did, there was a a good number of, like, songs from the movies from this week that just, like, take me back to being dressed as Elle Woods at an (laughs) elementary school because I couldn't find a better costume. (laughs) Amazing. Sorry, was that, was that, that wasn't a choir thing, was it? I don't remember this. It was the year that I did mixed choir and you were in women's choir. Still, oh, okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like, was this is this a memory I fully <laughs> repressed or?
2: or yeah, what? no, this was senior year. Senior year. Yeah, I was not in choir senior year.
1: Okay. Oh, the many striations of high school choir. Yeah, I mean, I so I watch Nightmare Before Christmas pretty regularly around the holidays. I see. I, I
0: it's both a halloween and a christmas movie to me yeah i would agree with that well and even maybe even more christmas i don't know yeah it's it's a hard to place between if you had to pick between the two it's a very hard decision
1: so just watch it twice a year that's all it's, it's
0: perfect <laughs>
1: <laughs> great or watch it on thanksgiving just well, to, yeah just like, put really, it right in the really middle
0: really
1: <laughs> mess it up <laughs> um the difference but yeah there's just i mean there's a lot of stuff i love about nightmare before christmas not only is it like i mean it's it's got that charming claymation type thing and i think that Watching this alongside Paranorman, um, I did a lot of the um, puppet work on, on Nightmare Before Christmas before they were, like, you know, Laika Studios. So I think that that, like, uh, that style of animation is really rooted in Halloween-style movies for me. Just because it's kind of what, like, literally since this movie came out when I was born, it's what I grew up with. Um, so I just really charming to look at i love the music like you said Corey. the music's really good something i discovered this year that i never knew before um so chris sarandon does the voice of jack but yeah. jack's singing voice is danny elfman which is hilarious yeah. <laughs> yes uh lots of good quotable lines from nightmare before christmas um i i do i do think it's a big shame that nice work bone daddy didn't take <laughs> off as like a a common halloween catchphrase um at the height of its popularity cuz i i think that's a great thing to just say to people <laughs> are you sure great I, is the is the adjective i think i think yes <laughs> um but as i age i do think the character in um Nightmare Before Christmas that i i relate to the most is the mayor who is very short prone to dramatic mood swings, has a crippling inability to make decisions without someone else telling him what to do, um, <laughs> generally runs around the, mo- the whole movie with this frenetic sort of anxiety that I relate to about everything. My, my favorite part of Nightmare, Nightmare for Christmas, which I have seen before, but
2: like not as often, <laughs> um, is truly how stupid Jack is like, as a person. <laughs> Like, just a big, big dumb idiot. And also, like, by the end of the movie, he has, he has not learned any lessons. He's more just like, hmm, yes, I'll just keep this, I'll keep all of this in mind for the next time I get bored and want to, like, do something
1: weird. And everyone's like, you go, Jack. And that's the whole movie. (laughs) The one, the one good thing is that he is officially with Sally by the end. So she can, like, be, uh, calming and, uh, I guess, diverting influence on his life.
2: (laughs) She can be like, when he was doing quote unquote science um, i got so mad cuz he put a whole berry underneath a microscope and i was like you fucking idiot you big
1: himbo yeah jack would be a himbo if he had skin for sure he's he's just too he just has no you know muscles he's or he's too too skin. yeah too skeletal yeah um he's he's not a himbo but he's the skeleton of a himbo he, yeah he's the skeleton of a himbo for sure
0: um, I was confused about why Sally has to stay with the crazy doctor man. I mean, because
1: he made her.
0: It's just an abusive relationship, Corey. <laughs> okay. I was just like, well, once she drugs him, can't she just leave? Isn't that the idea?
1: She basically does, but he always like catches up to her. And also it's pro- it's, I mean, it's like a, I mean, do we want to get into the psychology of... <laughs> <laughs> of like I guess abusers, I
0: just, <laughs> right? Here. I guess I just didn't. I I I didn't know if there was something that I had missed about why she has to stay with him beyond just being indebted to him for her life or whatever. Yeah, no, I think he's just nagging her constantly, and okay. so. Um, I did. Uh, one of my friends was talking about this movie, and we were talking about the like cultural appropriationness of it all, and how like. There's not really a, a great resolution to it. Santa just storms away and is like, don't do this anymore. And Jack's yeah, like, I'm just, I'm, this is what I'm
2: saying. Jack doesn't learn anything. There's yeah. no lesson made. Yeah. He's just like, hmm, this
1: this was fun. I'm going to remember this next time. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they were trying to make a big statement. here. <laughs> uh, there There's room for one to be made if this was a more serious movie. But literally, it was just like Jack fucks shit up. Santa has to come in and fix everything. Please don't try and kidnap me again. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Oogie Boogie is a weird, a weird villain for this movie to have. <laughs> yeah. I don't fully understand. Like, I, 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 the Oogie Boogie stuff feels like a different movie entirely to me sometimes. Yeah, when I'm it watching feels this. Like
2: a different, it feels like a different and more racist movie.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, th- it's not a perfect movie. I just think it's fun to watch. <laughs> so that is, uh. No, Paranorman isn't. It's what's Fra- Frank and Weenie is the dog movie that's the uh also Tim Burton, right?
2: Yeah, I, Correct. I actually so I lied. I didn't watch three movies this week. I watched three and a half because I started watching Frank and Weenie, but then I got like genuinely too bummed out by the
0: thought <laughs> of a dog dying. So I had to stop. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. That's fair. Would you, so we were looking at like lists of Halloween movies and like every Tim Burton movie is listed like it's a Halloween movie. I don't think that's true, <laughs> right? I mean, like it kind of is. I mean, he's just a I spooky man. Yeah, I he's guess, a spooky man who like, does
1: the same spooky shit. I guess. I will agree that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or no, it's called Willy Wonka when he made no, it, isn't it, it.
0: Uh, It's Charlie when it's Johnny Depp. Willy Wonka is Gene Wilder. So yeah, um that's not a halloween movie i don't right. I, I disagree on that it's <laughs> creepy but that doesn't like creepy creepy shit doesn't necessarily mean halloween it, things can be creepy year round yeah no i'm looking at a
1: list now too and uh edward scissorhands is also on here and i i don't think edward scissorhands is a halloween movie no it's just a creepy man is just here. <laughs> here
0: yeah just it's like summertime th- isn't there like a part where he like bursts a pool or something yeah,
1: he like um he's doing gardening or something.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just because Johnny Depp's
1: there in a black wig doesn't mean it's a Halloween movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Though I did think about watching Sweeney Todd and then I didn't because I watched that recently and didn't feel like rewatching it, but that's See, a pretty decent. That's like that's like Halloween. 30% say, Halloween movie. I would say that's Halloweeny. Yeah, I mean people die. That's People, people die, die. <laughs> P- people die in a bloody fashion i think that counts as halloween yeah yeah i couldn't i would have
2: rewatched like Coraline or the corpse bride but no, i don't think they're streaming anywhere so i was like meh
1: that yeah mm-hmm. the only one that we watched that we had to pay for was paranorman and it was because sean was doing it on his podcast so yeah what did you think of it i liked it um i had seen it once before with him pretty early on in our relationship actually like uh, maybe the second, first or second year we were together. It's definitely Halloween. Is I don't I don't think it's set on Halloween specifically, but like the plot is that Norman can talk to the dead, and John Goodman is a creepy old man with a book that has to satiate a witch every year, and then he dies, so Norman has to take it over because he can talk to dead people. Um. And then you, like, learn the backstory of the witch and the people who basically, she was a little girl who could do witchcraft and all the townspeople, like, you know, hanged her. And so you, like, learn that whole backstory. I guess I'm spoiling it for you guys, but it's I- it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think you'll like it anyway, uh, if you yeah. decide to watch it at some point.
0: I remember seeing the trailers and thinking that it seemed pretty good, and then I heard it got pretty good reviews, but I just never got around to it.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of really good actors in it. Like Anna Kendrick plays his sister. Like I said, John Goodman's there. Um, Leslie Mann's his mom. Christian, or what is it? Christopher Mints Plitz. Whatever. How do you say his last name? Mince Minz Ploss. I guess Mints Ploss. Yeah, he's there. The one. So it's like it's like bangers on the cast. Bangers on the cast. Everyone's great. And then. Unfortunately, Casey
0: Affleck is there. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the one hard, hard truth. (laughs) At least I don't know that I would notice Casey Affleck's voice
1: compared to other like i don't think i would have ever known if i hadn't been looking at the cast to figure out who his dad was his dad's like just some guy that's in everything um but the voice is really familiar to me and then i looked at the rest of the cast list and i was like oh oh no (laughs) that's one bad thing (laughs) but uh, otherwise totally good movie totally recommend it um it's a little sad at parts so like maybe if you're looking for a you know super upbeat halloween movie go more for a like a hocus pocus um but yeah it, it's heartwarming and
0: it's fun to watch and it's got the cool like a look to it so definitely recommend it taking that segue opportunity uh how about how about hocus pocus which i have seen a grand total of two times now
2: i think this was the first time i've seen it because i thought i had watched what the well, fuck like, fuck is wrong with you before, people but i've never seen it before I'm disgusted by you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I, watch,
2: I mean, I don't watch Christmas movies either. Like, I don't watch,
1: like, holiday movies. Friendship ended with you guys. Now Bette Midler is only friend. <laughs> <laughs> Bette Midler was ha- had
2: a great time in this movie, and that's really the only thing I was clinging to for all yeah. of it.
0: <laughs> well, that, that and Sarah Jessica Parker being on so many drugs. just think, And Kathy and Jimmy just being kathy and jimmy from what i understand right (laughs) Right. yeah it's 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 very it's the most camp and then just whatever sjp is doing i don't even know what she i I don't know she
2: seems like she was on cocaine the entire time except for when she (laughs) sang her song where she like said a coherent sentence for the first (laughs) first time right yeah Yeah. she's running around the whole movie. movie
1: trying to statutory rape children while on drugs that's all that's Uh her whole character so this is actually my favorite halloween movie when i was a youth and it's uh it's a weird one to be my favorite like you'd think as a child i would be more uh attuned to like something animated like like um nightmare before christmas or one of the many other animated halloween movies but no it was this one Uh, well but like (laughs) you said
0: this was tonally this is more fun like it's it's just more consistently, like, there are more laughs, there are more, you know, uh, high points in, like, things going on that are fun and silly, as opposed to, like, kind of more maudlin or yeah. sad or heart, you know, wrenching. The
1: only thing that's weird about it for me, I think, is that there's tons of jokes in this movie that are for adults. Like, it's, it's a uh... It's so horny. It's so <laughs> horny.
0: It is I very horny. I could not believe it. I could not believe it.
1: So like, I don't know what, I don't know what the, the, you know, bus driver, Sarah Jessica Parker riding on the bus driver's lap really got me when
0: I was like eight. I don't know. Um,
1: (laughs) But I, I love this movie for, for whatever reason.
0: I just couldn't believe the audacity of this boy, like standing up in the middle of his English class or whatever and handing this girl his phone number. Yeah,
1: that's the true ho- Halloween horror of this movie.
0: <laughs>
1: Is this boy... And then it
0: worked, kind of, by the end? I don't know. It's just very a very
1: wild well, interaction. She, she wasn't into it at first, but then they went on a caper to save children from being murdered. and I guess that bonds you <laughs> together. True. So, the... There, there are so many things to talk about with this movie. I think just like noting things that are weird about it. So like on its face, it's a very basic Halloween plot. I think, you know, these witches, they eat children to stay young. They get hanged and now they're coming back because, well, a virgin lit a candle. That part's the weird. The number of times <laughs> they say virgin in this
0: movie. <laughs>
2: True. Yeah, it's very, there's, it's very focused upon for it having really nothing to do with anything. It's just like a very, we had to know that this
0: boy was a virgin. Yes. Hey, remember when the cop was like, hey, are you a virgin? That's illegal. He he wasn't a cop. Remember? (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Uh, Fake cops are bad. Yeah. (laughs) Tweet. Um... But like, and then, but then, the the stuff that happens sort of around the bog standard plot is is what's notable about it, I think. So the the bullies are the first thing I want to address. Yes. Of like. Who
0: are these boys? <laughs> you're you're very right about your uh your assessment of them being like Bill and Ted kind of style. Or I also yeah, thought they're just, like they're just kind of like Bill and Ted ripoffs. offs as this movie, <laughs> or like Jay and Silent Bob from Clerks, like just just two dummies with like skater hair and like uh, a, not uh, no, no kilt one one brain one brain cell between the two of them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they steal his shoes, which are like basic Nikes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like, they're white, they're new, they're, they're they, not they dirty. They steal
2: his shoes and then later he leaves them to die, so
1: that's equal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes his shoes back and leaves them in cages with the, yep. with the murderous witches, but that's fine. Seems fair. From the way they look to the way they act, it's all very wild to me. The fact that they keep making fun of this boy because he's from California... Is that a thing they do in, in Boston?
2: <laughs> I mean, I assume so. I assume Boston is full of jackasses, so. <laughs> is that just because you don't like Ben Affleck? Or <laughs> no, it's just I don't like Boston. I don't like the Boston sports teams.
1: I don't like Boston. Fight me, Boston! <laughs> I they hate won. you. I hate the whole vibe. Well, you can really tell that the movie takes place in the Pacific or the in the Atlantic Northeast because there's just fish and lobsters everywhere on the walls (laughs) like his his room has boat wallpaper and his sheets are trout i think (laughs) Uh, and then there's like a framed photo of a crustacean on the wall in their home at one point um like as though as though they inherited this home and everything in it (laughs) rather than like decorating it as they please like someone just left a bunch of fish paintings on the wall, and they were like, yeah, this didn't, is good. did they, like, just move in? Because their house was very, very decorated. Exactly, yeah. It's like, it's like
2: they moved into someone else's fish-themed home.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
2: the thing about this movie that really, like, works for me, and the reason I enjoyed it, was I spent the entire time just trying to figure out all of the anachronisms of, like, the witches. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like, they all have acrylic nails, they're wearing, like, neon-striped tights, like, at one, at, at one point, they reference an old, like, archaic term for lobster, but then right after that, talk about margarine, which would have been invented, <laughs> like, in the 40s or whatever. And I just, it, it, it consumed me so thoroughly <laughs> that I was able to enjoy the rest of the movie. <laughs> Including, like, the bad acting by children. I was like, this is fine, because I'm so busy dealing with this. Yes, the children actors are not not the best. Yeah. No, of it's the like movie. it's like they told like Bett Miller and all of them to like this like this is a camp movie, and then they told like all the children in this movie like this is a serious movie, and you have to be very scared <laughs> the
0: entire time. <laughs> the sister character the younger sister character was the only character that i was like yes i i like that though i don't know that it was necessarily her delivery so much as her function in the story i liked her more than i liked any of the other kids yeah she was a better actor
2: than any of the teenagers yeah
1: i mean my favorite character is uh is it was it Thackeray? Thackeray Banks? Banks. Okay. Thackeray Banks. I can't. Remember I did, I did
2: Google Thackeray, and that's not a name. No. Right. Like, no. Are, it's totally not. I went to
1: some like there are
2: some links. If you Google Thackeray, there are some links to like you know, like baby name
0: websites or whatever. And they're all just blank. They're just it's like, there's an entry, but it's <laughs> blank. There's no, there's nothing there. One person said Zachary and the other person didn't hear them and just said, uh-huh, and wrote it down wrong. And then here we are. That, or they really wanted to name him
1: like Jeremy or Zachariah. And so they were like, mm, just throw them together. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then add a th in there. The, the, the th really throws it like it doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like they were going for Zachary, but then they were like, mm, "That's that seems too modern to right. me." Right.
0: Right. <laughs> so how what? do we make it old timey? How do I
2: make this sound old? Like it would be a name in the 1600s for a boy with a large nightshirt. Zaria mm-hmm. is a name. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So we went to Spirit Halloween on our our you know gallivant yesterday, and they did have a pillow in the like hocus pocus themed area that said, "Binks is my boo." And I I hated I it that. more than I hated anything else in my life. But I, I do think Binks is my favorite character just because, well, he's got big Salem energy. Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, yes. And that was another favorite property of mine when I was a youth. So I was just like, yeah, I, I'm down with snarky talking cats. That's my... That's yeah, my saying. I, I honestly, guess. At honestly,
2: at the end when he became a boy again or a ghost boy or whatever, I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked him better as a cat. I don't like him having it, a human body. It's the same <laughs>
1: phenomenon as Beast from Beauty and the Beast. You're like, I yes. mm, liked yes. you better as a beast. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. And
2: also, also afterwards, I Googled it because I was like, why does the voiceover for the cat... When he's the cat, why does it sound familiar to me? And it's the same voice actor who does uh, Haku in Spirited Away. Oh yeah, and it fully it fully messed me up for a while. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's yeah, it's a lot. I'm predisposed to liking any black cat character in anything, um, but and then it was it it did hit a little hard. The uh, the one oh my god, did he die? Scare did not did not sit great with me given the <laughs> given what has happened to me this year yeah. but uh it was uh, it definitely i i honestly i was not i was pretty impressed with the i know that compared to like now it's not good effects but for like 93 it was it's really bad. not yeah. bad talking cat effects like comparatively like think about I don't know spy kids think about like stuff that came <laughs> later that's so much worse that is really not that bad in comparison. I do think it's funny um, when
1: Danny is at, when they're supposedly going to adopt Banks, the boy the cat. Uh, yeah, she's she's she, like
2: she's like you're gonna you're gonna live with us and forever. we're gonna take care
1: of you and m- then my kids will take care of you and their kids and yeah. like dang <laughs> she's just like fully invested in his uh eternal suffering <laughs> yeah like you've known that you've known this man cat for like t- an hour and a half, and now you're committing your whole family for the rest of their lives to take care of this eternal cat. <laughs> I also really like Billy as a character, Billy's my. Billy is, quote, my boo, I guess. I don't know. um,
0: (laughs) Speaking of looking up cast, uh, I double checked this because I made an assumption and I was correct. Uh, Billy is Doug Jones, a.k.a. Fishman from Shape of Water. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, nice. That's very very in line with his career. A.k.a. Abe from Hellboy, a.k.a. every non-human character in everything since, like, 1993, apparently. Yeah, just uh, lots of prosthetics on that boy's face all the time. Yes, yep. Okay, well, do we have anything else hocus pocusy to talk about? No, but it's a recommendation. Oh, well, like, like Delia said, that the fact that they had that number, that song, fully memorized, ready to go—the song that came out like three hundred years after they were killed—but they're very, they heard the beginning of "Put a Spell on You" and were just ready to, ready to do a whole number about it. Oh,
1: oh, I have one thing. So it, that near that scene of when they do sing uh, "I Put a Spell on You," so they go into Fake Satan's house. Yes, we're all following uh-huh. here. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't. I don't know if you caught it. I I told you to look out for it. But when they're talking to his wife, and it pans over briefly to her like side table that like where the remote for the TV and like other stuff is, there's just a vase full of asparagus. A hundred percent, i I looked for it, and I did not see it. So I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, maybe I'm crazy. I'm pretty sure there's a vase full of asparagus. Maybe I'll look and take a take a screenshot later today or something, but <laughs> I was very I was very taken aback by it, and I missed the the beginning of that scene because I was just thinking about the logistics of, I mean, I guess you're supposed to store asparagus in water for best best you know purposes, but but on your table. Mm-mm.
0: Are you sure that there's not like a flower that looks like asparagus? I'm pretty sure it's asparagus, but I'll I'll check. I just Googled Hocus Pocus asparagus vase and I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll look for it later. All right. Well, do we have anything else we want to talk about Hocus pocusy before we move on? No. Okay. Well, so nobody else watched any Halloween Towns this re- week, right? Was it just me? No, I couldn't.
1: I watched the first Halloween Town. Oh,
0: okay. So between the, the two of us, we watched the entire original trilogy because I didn't. I decided to skip the first one because I've seen it so many times and watched the second and third ones that I didn't remember as well. So, wh- what did you think about your the first Halloween Town?
1: Well, it's it's a fine film, I guess. I, I mean, I, I I had definitely seen it a couple times before, but I don't think it was one that was like on heavy rotation for me as a youth. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is how I figured out that. Uh Greg's dad from Crazy Ex Girlfriend is um what's his face? Calabar, yeah. yeah. Um because I was looking at his face and I was like, I know your face, and I also know that you're not a great dude in something else. Like you play a villain commonly, and then I looked it up and I was like, oh god, oh no. A wild revelation. It is a wild revelation. But the I I couldn't get over how up his own mom's butt, the boy, was Uh in, in that film. Yeah, literally like he's fighting his sister about like, don't put pressure on mom. You know, she's so sad about things. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, stop, stop being so into your mom. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Debbie Reynolds is a treasure. Yeah, that's true. Debbie Reynolds is a treasure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that's, this, this is one movie that I watched most years, but I think part of that was because it was just on TV a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was just like an interesting just the idea of like a Halloween world was interesting to me with, you know, the ability to travel between the two and yada yada. But uh, I don't know. It was, it's, it's one that I've seen a lot of times and I like and the the trilogy is honestly not they're not bad movies. They're just the plot is always almost the same in that like there is a man who is manipulative and evil and <laughs> one of the women doesn't see that. And that's the whole (laughs) plot, basically. It's in the first one, it's, there's the, the mom is has the guy, and the guy's like, oh, I'm gonna give you a rose, but also, I'm the devil. And (laughs) (laughs) then in the second one, there, it's the grandma, no, wait, the third one, it's the the third one, it's the grandma, and the second one, it's Marnie inviting a boy into her grandma's room. As you do when you like a boy and then he steals something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's just literally every plot is almost the same with slight red herrings here and there. I did appreciate... So the second one um, is a fine movie. It's it's whatever it's got. They, they have like Calabar's son in it. But the third one, the plot is that they bring exchange students from Halloween Town to school in the normal world. Is that Halloween what? Town High? Yeah. Okay. Um. And that is that is a wild that's a wild movie for a m- couple reasons. First, being like three, uh, people from High School Musical are in it. Oh God, Lucas Grabeel and the girl that plays Kelsey, and there's I think oh, one more. Yeah, as different people from Halloween Town. Um, and then also uh, f- oh God, what's his name? It's like the most basic white boy name. Um, Finn Whitrock. Finn Whitrock plays Marnie's love interest. That's not the a real enti- name. It yeah well his face matches and um <laughs> and the entire movie March. is just Dragon <laughs> Corey but it is true he 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 looks like what you would expect someone named Finn Whitrock to look like uh but the entire movie is just him trying to date Marnie and her being like. I'm not going to fall for this. You're evil. I've learned from my mistakes. And then he like him just getting like injured or like shut down or like just crestfallen by getting shot down by the girl that he likes. And then it turns out that it's the grandma's love interest. That's evil the whole time. So that's, it's a pretty, it's, it's, they're fun movies. They're not good movies. They're fun movies though. And my favorite thing about them is my favorite thing about most of these Halloween movies. They're all under 90 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. Like, I, I got through a lot of these by just, like, watching them when I was working, and it was just very lovely. They would buy so fast.
0: Yeah, that's the beauty. The beauty of a kid's movie before the year 2000 is that they were blessedly short and, you know, compact. I uh, also watched Haunted Mansion for the first time, which I had never seen, and I didn't realize how much of the plot of that was just about a ghost wanting to bang Eddie Murphy's wife. Uh,
1: I can't say I've seen that one in a long
0: time, honestly. I did scroll past it on Disney Plus and I was like, mm, not for me. It's not a bad movie. Like, it's funny. The, the, honestly, the kid actors in that are pretty good too. And I don't dislike Eddie Murphy, especially when he's only playing one character. If he's playing more <laughs> than one character, I get skeptical. But. Like when he's only focusing on one thing, he does a good job. And especially in like a campy kids movie where it's just him being being confused and scared and running all over the place and exacerbated, and like you know, or exasperated, he can he can do that well. So it's a it's a good movie. It's a fine movie. It's just I I never even considered watching it. So you know, good reason to. I uh, there was not I I wasn't that into like Disney properties to like care that they made a haunted mansion movie out of the ride or whatever, but, like, <laughs> whatever. It, it's a, it was a fine movie for being based on... I mean, as we've seen, Disney can make a couple of pretty fine movies based on just a ride, Pirates of the Caribbean, for the first couple. The first three, and then the, there's no more yeah. of them. They don't exist right. after that. yep, uh-uh. Well, and then, Delia, you watched... I don't think I've ever seen Adam's Family. Maybe I have. I think I've watched the, the series, but not the movie.
2: Yeah, I remember watching, like, episodes of the TV show... On TV, like way way back, probably on some like Nick at Night thing, and like watching them without context in like the two thousands makes no sense. <laughs> like this, like the Ad- the Adams family has a very long history, but it like makes no sense without any context because mm-hmm. um, it like just like the dark comedy kind of like satire of suburbia. Like it's very rooted in like a specific time period and it doesn't like that movie doesn't make sense is this the one from like 2005 or? no this is that's the this is the one from 1991
1: okay cuz they remade a new one right like after they that they made
2: a new one last year that uh, was animated okay mhm that i haven't seen which and it shouldn't have been animated because they got like What's his name? Oscar be, Isaacs. Yeah, is, they got uh, Oscar Isaac to voice Gomez. Like why didn't you just do a live action cuz that would have been perfect casting. It but whatever. Been perfect just just fucking yeah. just ruin fucking my dreams. Ruin it exactly. <laughs> give me give me almost what I want. Anyway, I mean it's a it's a very silly movie. Like the the plot of the 1991 movie is that they are a weird family in mm-hmm. town, and, um, so, and, like, there's a con woman who has recently adopted a grown man what? <laughs> who <laughs> looks like the deceased brother of Gomez. Well, okay. Like, it, 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 it's it clearly is referencing, like, family history of this family that, like, if you aren't familiar with like the Adams family lore, like uh-huh. it doesn't make sense. But Uncle Fester has been dead for 25 years. And that uh-huh. and Gomez is still very upset about it. And then this man, who is the adopted son of this con woman, uh, shows well, up an and he looks very much like Uncle Fester. And so she gets the idea to, you know, pimp her son out as the long lost, you know, to what, what end? To get their fortune or whatever. Because uh, okay. also their family lawyer is like broke and is trying to get their money. But Gomez doesn't want to talk about money until the next until the next fiscal quarter. <laughs> That's literally a plot point in this. And apparently he has a like stash of gold doubloons in some secret par- compartment of their house that they're trying to get their hands on. It's sure. wild. Like, this this movie is only an hour and 40 minutes long, but so much stuff happens in it, because like, they do the Uncle Fester thing, there's a school play, and like, he bonds with the kids, and then they like, oust the family from their home, because Fester was technically the eldest son, so he would have inherited everything. Aww. And then there's a, there's a brief interlude where they can't get back to their house, and- Like, they have to try and find jobs or whatever. (laughs) Like, Morticia goes to a job interview for I don't even know what. I didn't, I only half paid attention to the most of this movie while I was doing other things, and every time I would look up and be like, hmm, Angelica Houston is good, and that was like all I was really focused
0: on. That's great casting too.
2: Yeah, she's, I mean, she's fantastic in this. Like the 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 whole rest of the movie, like all of the plot is nonsense, but just watching Gomez and Morticia, like be, just be really horny at each other yeah. is good. That's good TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I actually don't. None of this sounds familiar. I don't think I've seen the Adams Family movie, but what I have seen, like somewhat recently, is the musical. So that's what I, I imagined the plot was going to be. But the plot of the musical is just that: like Wednesday's in love with a normal boy, and mm-hmm. like it's basically her, her fiance's family coming over and learning about the Adams family. <laughs> so it's a very different film and sounds much more. Uh, palatable than, than what you watched I guess <laughs> I mean it was fine it no, was a yeah, good yeah. movie
2: It just like a lot of, it's mostly it's mostly just like these are weird people and yeah. al- also there's a plot with Uncle Fester <laughs> I see.
1: Well, yeah, for, like, the musical, you don't need any backstory on, like, the Addams family. Like, it it introduces you to the Addams family through the musical.
2: Well, the way they resolve it for this film is at the end, they reveal that it was Uncle Fester the whole time he just had amnesia. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I I do. See, I remember watching (laughs) the TV show, and there was a lot more plot that happened in it but that I also don't remember now. But there was like more family lore that I vaguely think that I think that I knew, but I can't remember now. Obviously, yeah. yeah. But like there were more characters, and
1: I will I will say um, one of the other things that Sean and I did yesterday on our our you know, depression gallivant was. Um, we drove past a Steinmart that was closing. And so they were selling all the fixtures on the inside. And mm-hmm. one of the things they were selling was all the, the busts and mannequins that they used to display clothing. And one yeah. of them just like had no hand. And then we found the hand halfway across the store. And I was like, you could use this as a, a very spooky decoration. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they, they were selling the mannequins for $50. And I don't have the kind of scratch to just do that to own a mannequin for fun. <laughs>
0: So I looked up the cast of Adam Sandler to see if there's anything of note. Uh, I don't think I remembered that Christopher Lloyd played uh, played Fester. That's funny. He just has, like,
2: very pale makeup and then, like, dark circles around his eyes the entire time and a bald cap on. So, like, right. he, he's barely recognizable. I yeah. do like that it's Christina Ricci's,
1: like, whole thing. Breakout basically. role. Like, this, is, this is the thing that she's known for. She was in that and she was in Casper, like right around the same time. Yeah. So she definitely had the um, spooky little girl thing yeah. on lock in the 90s. Mm-hmm.
0: My dad used to call me Wednesday Adams anytime I braided my hair, which was not accurate because <laughs> I don't, besides the dark circles under my eyes, I don't think we looked the same at all. Um, A few years
2: ago, there, someone photoshopped Christina Ricci dressed as Morticia. And the internet freaked out about it. I remember that. I remember that great. very clearly.
1: <laughs> so, have you seen Adam's Family Values? Is the important question. I have not. I did. I did.
2: I, I'm aware that it exists and it wasn't on Netflix or whatever, though. So, which is why I didn't bother. Of trying course, to you're watch aware it, it exists. <laughs> but, but I was thinking about the, uh, the John Mulaney. Do you have Adam's Family Values? Hey, lady. lady. Hey, lady. <laughs>
0: oh man yeah that's uh, I I, so is that the same cast though Adam family Valley? okay it's like a direct sequel I think Mm -hmm. okay
1: all right well is that is that a wrap on our our Halloween movie extravaganza I think that's all the movies we watched Yeah. yeah there are other movies we didn't watch them though
0: yeah yeah so, I guess, speaking of, like I said, me being apparently more into Halloween music than into Halloween movies, uh, our recommendations this week are Halloween songs, spooky tunes. So, uh, Delia, do you want to go
2: first? I guess. Mine is, as it always will be, is Werewolf Bar Mitzvah from 30 Rock. sung <laughs> <song laughs> by Tracy Morgan and Donald Glover. Yes. It's the only men. Halloween song I will go out of my way to listen to. Men yes. becoming wolves. <laughs>
0: My favorite thing about that song is trying to figure out which verse is the one where Tracy already had to to leave to go somewhere and then they wrote another verse. So Donald just does a Tracy impression for one of the verses. Yeah. (laughs) And I can never remember which one it is. So every time I listen to it, I just have to listen and try and figure out which one is the (laughs) Donald Glover doing a Tracy Morgan impression and which ones are just Tracy Morgan being Tracy Morgan. Mine is sexy from the mean girls original broadway cast recording gosh it is you know vaguely about it's about i mean it's about halloween it is about halloween but from a very specific lens of karen wanting to be dressed as a as a sexy mouse and sexy halloween costumes and it's a very good song and i heavily recommend it
1: uh mine is a not a real song it's a fake song by neil sisariga but it's the it's the song slash video bustin by neil Sisteriga, which is based on ghostbusters by ray Parker. Um, But it's just, he just cuts and chops it and screws it up to make it uh, very funny. So, still
0: spooky, because it's still got, like, ghosts and stuff. But, you know. (laughs) Okay. So, do we want to take a quick five minutes and talk about your Gossip Girl revelations, or do we want to not... (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I didn't really spookiest. watch any this week Mostly
2: because early this week I watched like one episode And it so thoroughly wiped me out But I also have been threatened by Sam That if I talk about it anymore to her She's not gonna watch <laughs> anymore So I'll stop
1: Well, I'll wait till you've gotten to it I'll just say that It's like, so season one obviously Was pretty like bog standard Like school drama Okay, right? Like it's, uh-huh. you know, people dating people People stabbing each other in the back Blair versus Serena, blah 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 season 2 pretty much similar you know similar plot lines there's more about Rufus and Lily and you're like I don't really care about this but it's fine but like you know sort of the same season (laughs) 3 just it just takes a big left turn and it's like hey uh Let's throw Hillary Duff into this big soup and see what happens to her. And I, I don't want the soup. I reject the soup. I don't want the soup anymore. Um, <laughs> I would like the soup to just go back to nonsense rather than making me like Chuck and his bicurious tendencies. I don't want the soup. I return the <laughs> soup to the kitchen. <laughs> So it's just a God. lot it's a lot for
2: me to handle right now. I was enjoying myself, but there is a lot of uh Hillary Duff. And I really, really can't. It's very difficult. And it I the last episode I watch, I think, I think is the last one she's in. Thank God. But I'm it so thoroughly wiped me out that I needed to take like a week-long break.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm only on her like second or third episode, and it's still a whole lot. And like I I love Hillary Duff from a nos- nostalgic perspective. I watched a lot of Lizzie McGuire. She is not a very good actress. She's not. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Hilary. <laughs> I apologize. But it's like it's like it's like very stark next to the rest of the cast. Like, I don't think anyone in the cast is necessarily a bad actor. I think they have bad material to work with. Yeah, they yeah. have bad, they have very
2: bad lines and also The, the like, excerpt from an interview that I keep running into whenever I see, like, old Gossip Girl, like, news stories is the one where Blake Lively talks about how, like, they were filming stuff, like, often out of order. They would film, like, three episodes at once, and they would get the scripts, like, right beforehand, and they would have, like, basically cue cards. So it was, like, it was so jumbled it was almost improv like the way they were filming some of the stuff like they didn't know what was happening you know they would be filming like concurrently all these different things happening and like the cast had no idea what was gonna happen next and they barely got (laughs) scripts so it was like yeah i see that because like the show is just like every like every roughly seven minutes we have to have like a dramatic beat and it
1: doesn't matter what it is and there are no real consequences for it But we have to have it. The whole storyline with uh, Dan's brother and slash Rufus and Lily's kid is so, it is just every, it's a plot, it's a plot line just to have dramatic moments and episodes. It's like, is he going to reveal it? No. Is it going to come out this week? No. Maybe now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then it happens and he's gone. And it's like, (laughs) it's It's like... like
2: One thing, one thing I've realized is watching, from watching this is Shane was in the room when I was watching a scene and like, I forget which scene exactly it was. It might have been the season two finale when, when like Serena is for some reason trying to figure out who Gossip Girl is and that's just like Uh a last minute like thing that they throw in at the, for the finale. But like there's one scene where Nate like, has a line where he's like, oh I'm gonna go do blah, blah 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 and it was clearly like it was a plot point but also it was cl- it was so clearly just for the purpose of like blocking of getting him out of this scene with right. two other people so that those two other people could talk and it was like half literally half these plot points are just for the purpose of like blocking of like making sure that like each actor gets a specific amount of screen time with another actor and then they leave. <laughs> And right. that's, that's the whole... That's, like, all the show is.
1: Yeah. 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 I... Yep. It's it's a show. It's it's something. Uh, okay. I still don't understand how Gossip Girl's working in the college scenario. I did get to the scene, the famous GIF, where uh, um, Dan has his laptop propped on, a, like, a cement block and is laughing, ca- cackling with his head thrown back <laughs> while typing on his computer.
0: <laughs> I did get to that scene. <laughs> Alright, well we'll we'll call that our five minutes of gossip girl uh talk. Our our five minutes of gossip talk and uh and move on, I guess. But uh is there anything else we wanna talk about before we wrap up for the week? Now I can't help but
1: think about gossip girl. Sorry. <laughs> I was on such a high and now I'm down down in the, the dregs. <laughs> well,
0: so let's let's look forward to next week. Next week we decided we're gonna do um Over the Garden Wall, which I've not seen, but you guys both have, right?
1: Yes. Yep. Beautiful, lovely
0: media. Yeah, so we'll do that and then we're gonna keep keep it spooky for a couple more weeks.
1: I I don't think
2: Corey's gonna like it, but <laughs> Well I <You> know. <laughs> maybe I'll surprise you. I will you. say I've I've tried to make Sheehan watch it many times and he's never quite gotten it because like spooky children's media is is like his kryptonite, and he can't watch it. <laughs> like he can't he can't watch Adventure Time, even though oh. that's like my favorite like children's animated show. Like he can't watch it because he's like it freaks me out, and I get
0: nightmares. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh great, I look so forward to engaging with this media. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's probably gonna do it for us. Um, this has been Discontent, a podcast about nothing and for no one. Uh,
2: sorry. I got distracted again thinking about Adventure Time. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Discontent Podcast and on Twitter at Discontent Cast. And if
1: you liked our show, you can uh, subscribe or leave a review. And thanks very much to the Swing Ninjas for letting us use their song "South of France" as our theme. All right. Well, I
0: will. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Have have a have a spooky seven days. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>